Hello, hello. This is Rethink Your Health with Jen Madden, and I am your host, Jen Madden. How the heck are you? I'm doing pretty good. I just had my mom and my niece here for a couple of days, and it was fantastic. It was nice for them to be able to see where I live, meet some of my friends, experience the beauty and magic of the Midwest. And I think they were fans, which, yay, I love that. Anyway, today we are going to going to be talking about whole brain living again. This is the part two that I promised. So just to do a quick recap, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it because you can go listen to part one and hear all the details about the book and the different characters. But a quick recap is Dr. Jill Bolte-Taylor is a neuroscientist who experienced a stroke and her left side of her brain shut down and she was able to witness it because the right side of her brain was still online, which I mean, as a neuroscientist, like, hello, amazing to see that. Anyway, as she recovered, she started to learn more about the brain and how it operates and the different parts. And she wrote a book called Whole Brain Living. And in the book, she talks about the four characters of the brain. The first character is the left side of our brain, the left side thinking part. So just to kind of go back one step is we used to think we had a left side and a right side brain and the left side was the logical thinking rational side of the brain and the right side was the emotional maybe not so rational, but creative side of our brain. And it was kind of like an either or. What she discovered is that both our right side and left side of our brain have a thinking and emotional part. Okay. So character one is the left side thinking part of our brain. And that's the part of your brain that shows up as the take charge, get it done, almost like the manager of your life. If there's a task to be done, character one steps up to the plate It is very logical, it is very linear in how it approaches tasks, and if you need something done, you want your character one to be taking charge. Your character two is the emotional side of your left brain, and that is where most of our anxiety lives and our angst and our worrying. This is the part I think that gives us the, um, I don't know, the most trouble. So character two operates also in linear time and what it will do, this part of our brain, will look to the past to see if something like this, whatever's currently going on in our life, has happened to us in the past and what that result was and from there it'll have a reaction. I tend to think of character two as like the drama person or the drama character in our brain. It's the part of our brain that probably gives us the most angst most of the time. Okay, so character one and character two are the left side of your brain. And the left side of the brain is the basically the thing that makes us separate. It is looking for the tangible. It is looking for the concrete. It is the part of our brain that says, I am who I am and you are who you are. Very separate. The right side of the brain Character three is the emotional side of the right side of the brain. So the right side of the brain is more about the collective, the we are all together in this beautiful thing we called life, right? So it's about oneness and not separateness. 
So character three is part of the right brain, and that is the emotional side of our brain. And that is like the playful, um, caught in the moment. It's very present and very right now and like, oh, look at that. I want to go explore that. And it is the light, playful part. It is not necessarily a part of our brain that gets stuff done when stuff needs to get done. It's the like, oh, there's a shiny object. Let me go after it. Whereas character four is about the embodying the energy of the collective. It's where I think we, when we have our, you know, oh, I have that gut feel about it. That's coming from our character four. It's about picking up the energy that people and situations carry and is worried about the greater whole and higher uh, connection to higher power to God, right? So it is very expansive and very aware and present. Okay, so those are the four characters. I go into way more detail in last week's podcast, so you can go listen to that. But today I want to talk about how the four can work together and what to do when there is a dominant character taking charge. So as I was reading this book, I realized I am very dominant character one and character two in the way I live my life. Part of me doesn't like that doesn't surprise me because I am the person if there's something to get done, just give it to me and I will get it done. Um, And like everyone else, I have a human brain and a strong character too that sometimes just gets caught in this like anxiety and perseverating over what could happen and what should have happened and yada, yada, yada. And I notice that that is when I'm checking in with myself, that is the dominant, those are the dominant characters in my life. However, I do know and I am more aware of and I think character three and four do exist and show up and I think they're showing up in a bigger way as I start to intentionally create the life that I want. Um, It has in the past and still is now hard for me to relax and play and just let go and have fun. But I know when I'm doing it and it's, you know, being surrounded by the right people who just bring that out in me and just the laughter and the, you know, I think of just getting together with my girlfriends and just laughing and chatting about everything. And then uh, character four, I definitely... um, see when I'm in nature also when I think about my body and the miracle of our bodies and like I'm just in an awe so I I see all of the characters playing out in my world but when I'm moving in my day-to-day I am definitely heavy character one with a sprinkle of character two and the other character three and four are growing their presence in my life but I have to be more intentional with that Um, which is interesting because I've always thought of myself as a creative. So I've always identified myself as um, right side of the brain because of the creativity and my intuition and, you know, strengths that I have that I associate with the right side of the brain. But in reading this book and really paying attention to my life, nope, character one, character two over here. (laughs) So anyway, I think it's really important to know that so that you can kind of balance out and also work with all four four parts of your brain because they are all powerful and all are here to help us navigate this beautiful thing we call life. So she gives tips on how to do that. And so she talks about doing what she calls a brain huddle. And brain 
obviously, because it's the brain, but it's also an acronym, which I was like, oh, that's pretty clever. <laughs> anyway, so her her method for getting everyone on the same page, and when I say everyone I'm meeting, meaning all four of your characters, is to do a brain huddle. So the first thing to do is if there is a trigger or something going on, it's pausing. So she talks a lot about pausing and then breathing, the B part of brain. Just breathing and pausing for 90 seconds because that will allow whatever emotion is flooding you to pass. And you know that I've talked about this in the, in the past. You have to feel your feelings. So often we don't want to feel them because we think that they're going to kill us. They are not. They are there for a reason. They are not going to hurt us and they are simply a vibration in our bodies. So pausing for 90 seconds, and this is true, and sometimes maybe you have to do a couple of rounds of the 90 seconds if the emotion is really strong, but if you allow yourself to simply be in your body and to breathe and to allow that motion to just pass through you, it passes through you, but you have to slow down and allow it. The problems come when we try to avoid it. I could go off on a tangent on that topic. I won't because I've talked about it before in the past. Anyway, so step one, breathe. That is the B part of the brain huddle. Then the second part is to recognize. So R, recognize what character is playing a role here. Generally, and this is my assumption, it's probably a strong character one or character two something going on, right? Like you're in take charge mode and you're just like, I gotta go, I can't rest. Or, you know, maybe there is like character three where you're just like, I don't know, I'm gonna read, maybe I'll watch Netflix, maybe I'll go over there and take a walk. Anyway, the second step is to recognize which character is playing a role or playing the dominant role, okay? And so naming it just is that awareness part of it, right? Just Naming it uh, takes you into the present moment and makes you aware of what's going on in your life currently. I'm a huge fan of recognizing and developing the awareness of how you are interacting with your life. The next one is appreciate. So all of our characters play a role for good or for bad, right? But mostly for good in our lives. So it's really just appreciating the beauty and magic of our brain that, you know, if your character too is causing you anxiety, it's just a trigger that there is something going on. It's your brain alerting you that you need to deal with something instead of like just ignoring it, which I think is amazing. So being able to recognize and appreciate the strengths of each of the characters, like, thank God I have a strong character one because I can get stuff done. Thank God I have a strong character too, because that is a trigger. That has been probably the number one trigger to help me grow and evolve as a human being. So I really do appreciate that part of my life. Character three, that lightness, that feeling of freedom of just existing and playing and letting the time pass without realizing how much time has passed. Like that is such a fun experience, right? That is one of the most enjoyable things in life. And then character four, to know that we are connected to things greater than ourselves, that we can feel each other's energy, that we are energy, that we are magic. Like, I love that, right? So all four characters play an important role. So taking the time when you're triggered to stop, right, to breathe, 
to recognize which character is playing a role and then to appreciate what that character is doing for you is huge. Then the I part is inquiry. And this is just simply curiosity. You know I'm a fan of curiosity because what I think that does, it allows us to open. It's like an open feeling. Like what is happening here? So if I have a strong character one day, I'm actually having a very strong character one day today, side note, I can be like, why are you in this like hustle drive mode? Like what's going on? Inquire. Just a side note, I even feel like, doing this podcast, I'm like in mode. <laughs> so my character one is, is a heavy hitter today. So like just inquiring and being like, okay, what's going on? Like, all right, you got stuff to do. Okay. But can, you know, can you find time to relax? Can you zoom out and use your character four and look at the big picture of how all the things you have to get done today, how do they fit into your world and how important they are? Right. So really getting curious and inquiring on why that particular character is playing such a heavy role. And then the fourth one is to navigate. And this is where you use each of the four characters to help you move forward. So just using myself as an example, I'm in heavy character one mode today. I feel like I've got a lot to get done. I've got you know, meetings to attend. I got to, you know, scratch off my checklist. It's just one of those days. And I found myself preparing for this podcast going like, yeah, but when you're done recording and setting up your email, you can actually just go relax. Doesn't that feel good that you can just go relax? And that's like my character three is like, yeah, let's just go read a book we don't have to worry about or use our brain too much about, right? So that's navigating or using the um, characters to help each other, right? To, to balance each other out. So I'm just going to reiterate that. So it's brain. This is how you work with all four characters. The B is to breathe. So it's pausing and then breathing and allowing whatever trigger to just pass through you. 90 seconds. That's how long it takes for an emotion to pass through your body. 90 seconds. That's what you're avoiding when you're eating the potato chips. <laughs> 90 seconds, that's what you're avoiding when you're watching the Netflix. Anyway, so the first part is, your first one is to breathe. Then the R is to recognize which character is showing up for you. The A is to appreciate what that character is doing for you. The I is to inquire, why is that character showing up for you? Get curious about what's going on and what is the driving force behind whatever character is showing up for you. And then fourth is to navigate. And this is to bring all of your characters together to help you navigate through your life because you want to be able to use them all, okay? So I think it really does start by listening to the podcast I recorded last week, just about seeing how you operate in your daily life, which characters play a big role for you. And then going through this process as life happens to you. Right. So I happen to be in a heavy character one day and there may be days that I'm in a heavy like character three day and I have stuff to do. And I'm like, yeah, but I just want to do one more thing like like play like, I don't know, I'm going to do one more episode or I don't know. I feel like just going for a walk and like being outside. As I say this, my brain would never do that. (laughs) I am so character one. So that's my work is to be more like lighthearted. 
I'm more like, no, get it done, get your stuff done, and then you can go have fun. I have always operated that way. Fascinating. And I know people who are like, nah, I think I'm going to just do one more game and then I'll get to work or maybe one more, right? Very interesting. Anyway, she then goes on um, in the book and I highly recommend reading it. It is super fun and I dork out over anything of the brain, but she then talks about how our characters show up in different areas of of life. I'm not going to go through all of them, but I do want to specifically call out um, her chapter on how our brain views our body, right? And our brains and our bodies go hand in hand. Um, And I just thought it was an interesting chapter. So I'm just going to give you the highlights and then you can go read the book um, if you are so inclined to do so. But how the different characters view our body, I think is so interesting. So character one, the manager, the person to get things done, sees our body as a vehicle. Of course that makes sense, right? Our vehicle like helps us get stuff. It moves us through life. I have used those words like my body is just a vehicle to take me through the world. So it sees our body as a vehicle and it approaches maintenance of our body like a vehicle that kind of like, you know, getting your car maintained. It's about maintenance for your body. So, you know, character one is going to be all about finding the expert to take care of your body. It's going to the doctor and it has to be an MD. It's got to be like all the professionals. They're going to research all the things um, that are best for your body. They're going to exercise and lift weights even though they don't want to because it's the best thing to maintain the body, right? So it's the real like rigorous structure part. Like these are the things I'm supposed to do to take care and maintain my vehicle and my vehicle is the body. So it takes a very regimented approach to the body. Whereas the character two views the body as a responsibility and not as like, I'm going to care for this precious thing. It's more of like this heavy burden of a responsibility. So character twos may put their head in the sand and not deal with anything that's going on in their body. Or they may want to, you know, this is where that binge diet binge diet, binge diet uh, cycle happens where like you're all in and then you're not like, oh, this is too hard. Or maybe like your friend's like, let's go like start exercising and you start exercising and like 10 minutes into it, you're like, this is actually really hard. I don't like it. So I'm going to stop. So your character too is kind of like, yeah, I don't know about this. Right. And it sees the body as this like, just like serious responsibility that just is kind of like a drag. Character three thinks of your body as a toy. So strong character three. And this is actually really funny too, because as I read the definition for this, I'm like, that's why I'm not a strong character three. Strong character three is all about like going out into nature and hiking and pushing yourself to all these limits with your body to see what it could do. Because it's like, oh my God, look what my body can do. And she used the example of like, oh, if I can do this hike in 80 minutes, I could add like a 20 pound backpack and maybe it'll only take me 90 minutes. And like reading that, I'm like, that sounds terrible. (laughs) So your character three shows up when you're feeling very um, energetic and um, interested in moving your body a lot and you're more likely to take risks. So heavy character threes usually find themselves at the ER more often because they see how far that they can push their bodies to the limits. They're also one when it comes to like diet It's like they'll eat a bag of potato chips and then they'll eat vegetables for the next three days to kind of balance it out. 
Um, so I just, I think it's, it's like almost extreme. Um, but it's more of like seeing your body as a toy and like, let's see what it could do. And then your character four sees your body as a temple. So character fours are going to be the ones that go to the acupuncturist, to the chiropractor, to the neuropath. Um, they are going to most likely be vegan um, or vegetarian. Um, they are going to look for, you know, their wellness path in the most open, um, I, I want to say like life-affirming way of approaching it, right? And knowing that everything's connected and they don't want to eat anything with a face and they want to explore like the natural remedies because they're, they know that they are connected to something greater than they are and if they are approaching health it is about you know moderation but also knowing that like seeing instead of like that instant gratification like taking the through path and or through line and see like if I do this then eventually this is going to catch up with me and my body won't react to that so I'm not even going to do it all right so very I just thought that was a very interesting take on the body from a character one, two, three, and four perspective. And I think as you're listening, I hope, you know, the intent of this is as you're listening to the descriptions that you're like, oh yeah, I could totally see how that shows up for me. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, there was a time that character three was like playing heavy in my life when I was like over-exercising and doing CrossFit and really just trying to push the boundaries. That was like heavy character three, probably with a lot of judgment, um, about my body like just to see it wasn't more of like like hey this is so much fun it was like and let me see what I can do with my body it was like no I should be able to do this with my body so I'm going to just keep pushing it um but again as I zoom out and look at all of the characters when I think about how I approach my body at all four come into play all the time you know and I'm leaning heavier towards character four especially in the work that I'm doing because I have often said, and I do believe, that our bodies are freaking miraculous. That is like heavy character four. And that that has helped me embrace my body and nurture my body and care for my body because I can see like the miraculous nature of it. And I'm in awe of how our bodies just function with us. We don't even have to participate and our body is functioning. I find that amazing. So I can see how character four is now playing a stronger role. Character three, I don't know. I got to work on my character three. I'm like, I'm not going on like no 90 minute hike with a 20 pound backpack or climbing up a big mountain or running in Alaska. I'm not doing it. So I don't know. I got to figure out what else my character three actually wants. And I can definitely see character one as far as looking at, you know, just my overall health. I am one who, you know, goes to the doctor and is regular about it um, because I want to make sure that I'm taking care of, you know, my health. So I am regimented in that way. And in my, in the past when I was dieting, absolutely. Like character one was like, what did you eat? All right. How many calories was that? Did you move your body? It was all about the numbers. Character two, I think, I think that shows up or has shown up and it probably still shows up when I just was like, I can't do it anymore. I think about specifically with dieting where I was just like, I'm done. 
And I think that was part physiological because I think my body was like, yeah, you're done. You need to rest and you need to eat. Um, but I think, you know, it led to a point where like, I just don't even want to think about this anymore. So anyway, I share that with you because I can absolutely see how all four characters show up in the way I think about my body and treat my body. So I hope these two episodes, I don't know, like just shine some light on um, your life and how you operate and just developing an awareness of like your tendencies and then knowing that within each of us, all four characters exist and all four characters exist to help us. Whether it feels like it or not, they are there. Our brain has evolved to have all of these characters for a reason. So I think understanding them, like knowing what they are, understanding them, seeing them how, seeing how they show up in your life, and then seeing how you can get them to like all play on the same team or how you can rely on the strength of one when you're really struggling in another area. Okay. Anyway, I'm done dorking out on the brain. Check out the book. It's called Whole Brain Living by Dr. Jill Boldy Taylor. Um, also check out her TED Talk on, you can just Google her name and her TED Talk will come up. Um, it's a very fascinating uh, presentation on her experience of having an extro- having a stroke and witnessing it. I mean, so cool, especially as a neuroscientist. All right, my friends, that's all I have for you this week. Have a beautiful week, and I will talk to you next time. Take care.